yo, yo. Check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Now, September is Albinism Awareness Month, and uh, this is going to be our SABC Disability 360 feature, which we have every single Monday. It's a campaign that aims to empower uh, people with disabilities by providing ongoing disability-related content on air, and that's what we're doing today. My guest today is uh, an incredible woman, Nsiki Loteni, who is a member of the National Albinism Task Force and Director of the Transformation unit at the University of Pretoria, holds a master's degree in management from the University of Witwatersrand and an honours degree in industrial psychology at Fort Hare University with over 13 years of experience in the space of transformation and employment equity. She's championed these roles in different government institutions such as the National Treasury, Department and Trade of, uh, of Trade and Industry and Johannesburg Water as well. She's currently heading the Transformation Unit unit at UP as well. Joining us on the line, Nsiki Loteni, welcome to Good Up FM. Morning, Leanne, and morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. I'm so sorry for cutting your CV in half, but uh, there's so much that you have done in your career. Uh, we really would be here till 11 o'clock. So uh, I just want to say thank you so much. As such a celebrated person in the industry, we do appreciate your time, Nsiki. Tell us more about why albinism is such an important field of interest for you. Well, um, um, number one, NCK is that uh, uh, I grew up in Grandstown. I'm from a family of uh, six siblings. And what is interesting about uh, my siblings, three of us, we have albinism. Okay. And three uh, don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm one of the siblings with albinism, which is very much important uh, uh, for me uh, uh, to talk about because mm. it's my unique experience. Absolutely. And, uh, September being the, the Albinism Awareness Month, it is a very important month for us to, to spotlight albinism mm. and also to really raise awareness yes. on, on what albinism is about. Yeah. Uh, a simple thing, Leon, uh, Leon sorry, um, uh, 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 like a name calling, for example, mm. it might be simple for, from you, uh, but for me, it means a lot. Yeah. For a person not to call me an albino, because when you do that, uh, it's a very derogatory name for me. Mm. You know, you, you 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 are reducing me to a thing, yeah. other than calling me a person with albinism. Yes, you know, where you put now that humanity and the person before my condition. So it is important for us that during this albinism awareness month, we raise those things. We talk about them. We educate our society about albinism. So it really is those small things and the big things that really do make a world of difference to someone um, that is living with albinism, not living with albinism, someone with albinism. And I think it's so important that that September and not actually just September, the entire year uh, becomes a focal point for so many of the misconceptions that we have um, about these things. Let's talk about some of those misconceptions when it comes to albinism and also why, you know, this might in particular is so important in highlighting uh, albinism awareness. Yes. Uh, 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 During this month, one of the things that we do is to partner with communities, especially traditional leaders, to really 
raise awareness around these stereotypes, these myths that people have. It is important for us to dismantle them because they lead to these harmful practices and the killings of persons with albinism. Our skin does not produce any luck or charm. Mm. So these are some of the myths that are there in our communities. And because of that, we become victims. Mm. Now, it is very much important that people know that we are like any other human being. The difference is we do not have melanin that produces pigmentation. And therefore, there is no way that our skin can produce any medication. It is on that note that we partner with traditional leaders so that they can also champion this and educate their members that are traditional healers. We also call upon on society because if we don't work with society, whether being churches, being political parties or politicians, people that have got influence in society, to please come on board with us. Let's raise the voice together so that people can know what is albinism. Absolutely. Insiki, let's chat about the National Action Plan uh, on Persons with Albinism in South Africa. What is that plan? Yes. In 2019, we had an opportunity to get a visit from the UN Independent Expert on Albinism. Now, uh, this is a a special rapport from the United Nations General Assembly, who came to South Africa to assess how issues of albinism are being addressed. And one of the things that she identified was that there is no national action plan in South Africa Mm. that can guide these programs. And during her visit, she met with government and then she met with organizations of persons with albinism. That's where the National Albinism Task Force was established. And one of the things that she did was to give a mandate to this structure to develop a plan that will be submitted to government in order to guide the programs of government on how issues of albinism can be can be dealt with. And there are nine things that we identify in that plan. We actually submitted that plan recently to government, and we are addressing nine things, right? The issue of inclusive education. Mm-hmm. We know that most children with albinism go to a, a special school. Yeah. We don't say that they mustn't go to special schools, but those that want to go to mainstream schools, mm-hmm. what are the thing, uh, things that government needs to put in place to make sure that they are accommodated. So those are some of the things that we highlight in that plan. We touch on issues of health. Now it's going to be summer and it's hot and for us as persons with albinism. It says we must gear up with our sunscreens, our heads and our sunglasses. Not everyone can afford that yet. So what is it that that government can assist us with in order to make sure that someone in Kwanongoma is able to access that? So those are some of the things that we are calling upon on government to make sure that healthcare facilities is accessible to persons with albinism. And there are a number of things, harmful practices and the killings, and most especially 
access to justice because we know that there are cases that were reported in South Africa and uh, 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 the access to justice system is very slow. How do we make sure that our people uh, uh, are protected in that as well? So there are a number of issues that we are raising in this national action plan that we are saying to government, let's work together and make sure that issues of albinism in South Africa are addressed. Absolutely. It is Albinism Awareness Month. I'm speaking to Nsiki Loteni, who's a member of the National Albinism Task Force and also the director of the Transformation Unit at the University of Pretoria. Nsiki, in closing, uh, they say that knowledge is power. Empower us as listeners and people that are taking in what you're saying today. What can we do as society to bring more um, uh, kind of like a, a highlight to this month? And how can we do better? Thank you very much. First, I must appreciate the platform that you are giving to us in order just to raise really uh, some of these issues. Yeah. Um, there is a lot. You know, it says we can start small. You start yeah. with your family, mm. educating your family about albinism, educating your children about albinism. Those small uh, talks that people can have in their groups means a lot to us. So if we work together as communities just to understand first what is albinism, Mm -hmm. the minute we understand that we will know that dehumanizing persons with albinism is really something that uh, it's not helping. We are excluding them from participating in a lot of things in our society. You know, there are a lot of our people that drop out at schools, not because they want to, but because the conditions at schools are not allowing them to participate fully. So it's very much important that as society we work together and we raise awareness, more awareness about the conditions. Absolutely. Nsiki, thank you so much for joining us. This has been most enlightening. And you are right. It all starts with education and, of course, uh, getting rid of all of those misconceptions that we've had for so long. Um, And we do appreciate your time. And I certainly hope that this won't just be relegated to one month, but we'll remember and do our best to make sure that we uh, make this, uh, you know, a society where everyone has a place um, and we don't, you know, kind of create these boxes where everybody lives separately so we do appreciate your time and hopefully we can speak to you again very very soon thank you very much for having me it is such a pleasure there we go and siki loteni she's a member of uh, the national task force or rather albinism task force and also the director of the transformation unit at the university of pretoria with over 13 years of experience in the space of transformation and employment equity Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.